Monday is the worst day. Monday is the best day. Good morning, encouragers. It's Joe. Welcome to the very last session of season two. I can't believe Encourager Podcast has now been going on for two full seasons. God is good, and it is super cool to see what He is doing here in this Encourager Podcast community. Thank you for all that have shared the podcast, who have enjoyed it. I especially want to thank those who reach out and tell me how God is using it in your life. Please continue to do so. It blesses me so tremendously. I want to invite you to start on a journey with us this summer. Stay encouraged over the summer. Stay connected. Next Monday, we begin season three. And I'm not going to give you any clues, but I'm just going to say, girl, make sure you show up. Sign on, listen in, be encouraged, and then ask her to join you this summer for season three. I can't wait to share. I'll see you next Monday. And let's get going for today's podcast. Have a blessed day. Encouragers, it's Joe, your host of Encourager Podcast. Happy Monday. How are you today? I hope that you are feeling hopeful. I hope that you're excited about the freshness of today. Every day is a new day. Every day is a new shot. You could have totally messed up your yesterday and you're still alive. God is not done with you, right? He's got plans for you today. So let's get excited about that. I'm here with you, excited along for the ride. Um, Today, I just want to talk about something that's kind of been something that God just keeps showing me, bringing to my heart. I really didn't have words to explain how I was feeling about it or even encourage you on it until recently. But as many of you have been feeling, this COVID season has been long. And I've thought a lot about the words that I hear people using like COVID fatigue, COVID exhaustion, COVID crazy, there's all these, the COVID cloud, Um, and I do feel that this COVID cloud is starting to lift. Seems as though, depending on where you are in the world, that restrictions are lifting, numbers are down, people are feeling more peace, more joy, we're seeing literal faces again and smiles again as the mask mandates begin to um, go down. But I'm not here to talk about politics today. I'm not here to talk about whether you should wear a mask or not, whether you should get a vaccine or not. This is an encouragement podcast. And many of those topics right now, although it is not wrong to discuss at all, um, I want to bring them up just from the standpoint of decision exhaustion. I have been feeling this through COVID. I don't know if you can relate. I feel that this has been a season of having to make a lot of decisions and really feeling unsure of myself at times. Is this the right thing? Is that the right thing? Trying to do research when COVID is so new to all of us in the world. It's a very interesting time, isn't it? To be researching and trying to learn and listening to experts Obviously, there's been conflicting opinions, right? Um, So it's hard to even know what is the real data here. 
And ultimately, I've come to a place where I just seek peace. And this is something God was speaking to me on before COVID in my life decisions. Um, really slowing down in my decision making, counting the cost, meaning looking at the pros and cons and feeling like, all right, is this worth it in this decision? What's going to be the cost of making this decision? Because the reality is every decision we make, good, bad, or indifferent, has a cost or an effect on our life. So I had already began, you know, begun processing that pre-COVID, slowing down my decision making and seeking peace in all that I do. And that has continued on in COVID. It's as if he reminded me strongly through COVID, do you remember what I taught you? Seek peace, right? Have trust in your decision making. Seek me being the ultimate giver of peace and make your decisions and stick with them and trust me that I've given you the peace to make that decision. So that is something that I've been trying to practice in all walks of life. I'm getting better at it. I'm certainly getting slower, but there's a lingering feeling in my spirit and even in my body, I can feel it, um, of exhaustion. And I was reminded of this yesterday. My husband and I have been trying to schedule a dinner date with another couple. And my husband is trying to get it going and he keeps you know, randomly bringing it up and I instantly have this feeling like I would love to get together with this couple, but it's like another thing to schedule. I was thinking about the summer and my kids, and I'm thinking, oh, I just feel overwhelmed with having to make decisions on dates, things that I don't normally have a hard time or even feel anything but positive about. I feel like, oh, it's just another decision. And it, it seems so silly, but I think it is that, that for a year and a half now, we have been making decisions after decision, after decision. And it is exhausting. Is it just me? It's exhausting. Um, And it has brought forth in me the reminder, as I said, to seek peace. So along this journey of how I've been feeling and trying to make the right decision for my family, my family's needs, um, you know, many of the topics I mentioned were a part of that. Should we stay home? You know, of course, after the original, um, quarantine here in New Jersey, there was a little bit more freedom to move and be. How do we go back into the world? When do we wear masks? How often do we wear masks? Do we get vaccinated? Do I send my kids to school? Decision after decision after decision. And of course, as I've said, I was just trying to seek peace. I'm still trying to seek peace in all of those decisions and factor in our family's needs, right? And you've all been doing the same thing. And what I feel that I want to talk about today is how we are called to encourage each other. So as believers in Christ, we are the body of Christ, meaning we are the embodiment or the physical representation of Jesus here on earth, right? He left his Holy Spirit in us and we are the hands and feet. We are also fleshy and imperfect. So this is not a perfection thing. This is a seeking to be more like Jesus. Um, life, that's the life of a Christian, is continually pursuing the goal, which is to be more like our God. And along that way, it's messy. It is really messy living that life. And when you're living it alongside other Christians, we're called to connect to other Christians and be in community 
with other Christians that build us up, um, help us fire each other up, teach and grow and learn from each other. And then we are to get out into the world and share that light that's inside of us. Spread that love. Spread that joy. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. But it can get messy. Because in life, there's a lot of gray. And what I mean by that is scripture, you look at the Bible, it's black and white. And there are a lot of things that are solid and clear and sure. Ways we're meant to live. Things we're not meant to do. Sins laid out very clearly. Warnings. Um, goodness, advice. Examples. You know, I mean, Jesus himself, the most you know, perfect example of how we're meant to live on this earth. That's very black and white to me. You can read that, and yes, we can all have our opinions about it, but it is there in the black and white, right? There is one truth, and that truth never changes from the beginning of time to the end of time. God's truth is always the same. But somewhere in between the black and white is the gray. And to give you some examples of gray would be like how you, how you teach your children. Do you put them in public school? Do you put them in private school? Do you homeschool? Um, what kind of career you have? How do you live in the world? What do you do for a profession? Um, what you eat, how you eat, how you exercise, how often you do it, where you do it, what kind of clothing you wear, um, how your hair looks, the hairstyle that you wear. There, I mean, I could go on. There are so many things in life that are much more personal and unique to you. Now, I am of the belief that we are to seek God in all things. So you are to find peace about all of your decisions in entirety. But that's a very personal relationship with Jesus thing. That's coming to Jesus and saying, Lord, would you have me at this gym? Yes? Okay. Keep me here until I don't have peace. Lord, would you have this child? Go to this school, seeking peace, yes, getting the confirmation, sending the child to school, trusting God with that decision. But in each of our homes, in each of our lives, whether you're married or have children or not, it all looks a little different. And it's meant to. We all, together, are a part of the body of Christ, but we're all individuals. He knows the desires of our hearts. He knows the giftings of our spirits. He knows our temperament, our background, our history, everything, right? And he helps us make the best decision for our family or for our person. And what I'm seeing, ladies, is that there's so much gray. There's so much to navigate in this season. We're attempting to make the best, safest, healthiest decisions for our families and our personal bodies. Um, and what I'm seeing is that there is a lot of, how do I say, lack of encouragement. So what I would wish for and hope for and what I want to talk to you today and encourage you in is remembering that we are meant to encourage each other and not tear each other down. Not name call or shame or be right or wrong on certain sides or on certain decisions or on certain topics. We're meant to encourage each other continue to gather together, as it says in Hebrews, to not fall away from our faith. Hebrews, um, the book of Hebrews in the Bible is sort of like a, a collection of warnings, if you will. A warning that people of God to stay true to their faith, to persevere, 
um, to stay connected to each other and to build each other up. And I wanted to read to you a little bit from Hebrews 10. Um, he's talking about the church, and he's talking about like to us as brothers and sisters, as a family of God, and how we're, we are the body, and how we're meant to um, spur each other on is the word he uses. So I'm in chapter 10 of Hebrews, and it's verses, let's see where I'm going to start here, verses 23. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. I want to just land there for a moment. There's a lot more to the scripture that I'm addressing. I just want to use that scripture to encourage you to spur one another on in this season. So we are going to have differing opinions. We are going to have different decision making. We're meant to. It's personal, right? He'd have us do things a little differently. As I said, some things are black and white in life, and we're all meant to do things similarly, right? There are definite, um, definite rules and um, things that God says to us that we are to hold true to, okay? So don't misunderstand my, my words in saying that we all can do different things all of the time. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying here in this season of COVID and the COVID fallout and the COVID fatigue, we are all exhausted and we're all trying to do our best and make the best decisions for our families. And there is no room for shaming each other. There is no room for making each other feel guilty about decisions. Um, in this scripture, it actually talks about that, that we have been freed from guilt. Okay? That actually uses that word guilt. We are to profess the hope we've found and spur each other on as sisters and brothers in Christ to be in love and to do good deeds. Okay? And encourage one another. It says later on in the verse, but encouraging one another. And then guess what it says in, at the end of verse 25? And all the more as you see the day approaching. So we are living in between two gardens. I've talked about this a lot. Heaven is not here yet, right? If you're alive and you're listening to this podcast, God is not done with you. God is not done with the earth yet. We are still living in a time where we are waiting for the end. The day is still approaching. And there are many people in the Christian world that think that day is approaching sooner rather than later based on signs that they've seen, um, natural disaster, even these viruses, many things. That, there's many, many theories on it. We have no actual timeline. However, there are is a um, definite thought process that it's coming sooner rather than later. And he's saying here, now all the more you need to be gathering. All the more you need to be encouraging each other and spurring one another up in love. So I'm disheartened when I see Christians, brothers and sisters, either shaming or guilting each other based on all of the decisions that we have to make right now um, in our world that are so difficult to make. Instead of encouraging each other to connect to Christ. Hey, have you prayed about that? Right? It's not about being right or wrong. It shouldn't be about being right or wrong. It should be about, hey, have you, do you have peace about that decision? As a brother or sister in Christ, I should be able to say that to you, right? Hey, have you prayed about that? Do you have peace about that? You do? Awesome. I'll support you in that. I'll love you in that. Do you have peace about that? Do you have scripture to back that up? Amazing. Go for it, girl, right? I'm seeing a lot. 
of the opposite right now. And certainly on social media, but even in my world, I'm seeing Christians um, that are calling other Christians out for doing things that they view as wrong. When it is not a scripturally based thought process, it is an opinion or a decision that they've made based on their own needs, which is wonderful. But we need to spur each other on. We need to encourage each other, not tear tear each other down, right? Or name call or um, ridicule. We need to be encouraging each other. So if you have a very strong opinion that you feel is scripturally backed, yes, we are called and we are asked to, you know, correct our brothers and sisters sometimes, educate, teach them for sure, but it's meant to be done in love, love, right? Always love, always with grace, always with understanding and empathy and awareness, and then ultimately pointing them to Christ, because Christ knows what they need. Christ knows the decision they should make. You don't, I don't, Christ does, pointing them back saying, hey, did you talk to Jesus about that? You prayed about that decision. Do you have peace about that? Right? Do you have confirmation? Encourage them to seek it. So ladies, I hope this encourages you. I hope you hear my words and that my words are loving. I wanted to use this scripture just to remind us to not forget to encourage each other, to spur one another on in love. Because now more than ever, as the day is approaching, as the scripture says, We need to do it now more than ever. I'm so glad you were here with me this morning. I hope you have an encouraging day. I hope you have moments of inspiration, time with God where he says to you, you see me? You see me working? Because he's working in your life just like he's working in mine. And I'm so glad you took the time to listen to this podcast. If you think of someone you'd like to share it with, please do. This is free. This is for you. I show up every Monday to encourage you with the hope and prayer that the Lord will use it in someone's life to encourage someone else. So help me spread the mission of encouragement. I'm believing strongly it will be the difference maker. Let's encourage one another. Let's spur another on. All right, ladies, thanks so much for joining me again. I'll see you again next week. And next week is special. Make sure you sign in next week as we start season three. Some really cool stuff's coming. Talk to you then. I love you all. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I hope you feel encouraged. I'll see you next week. Get out there and be an encourager.